0: Welcome back, Panther fan I'm here with with Ryan Graham.
1: Hey, sorry, I'm laughing at your voice because it's it is it's now it's broken again.
0: Uh, All right, Tim Thurber. Uh, hello, uh oh. <laughs> and and the illustrious Ben Moore. <laughs> hey, hey, buddy. All right, and guys, this is State of Atlanta. Tomorrow. And the State of Atlanta. You were gonna get to run the show on the show. Reboot my, com- my computer and fix this <laughs> audio, audio problem. I have so, so uh, have at it. Have at it, guys. <laughs> Is he
2: really?
3: Wow, he just left us alone.
0: All he's right. gone. He's
3: not coming back.
0: What, what are we doing?
3: Back? The parents leave. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna get fun in here, boys. How are you, man? Great to great to see you guys. Uh, great to great to hear you. And uh, I'm glad to be here. Appreciate y'all having me.
1: Yeah man, glad to have you here. We've been um <clears throat> I don't know if you know this, but we've been tailgating the Saturday games for the last couple couple weeks now. Uh and we had a really successful final Saturday. Um where there were a, a bunch of people. There were probably like 10 people at the tailgate on Saturday.
3: I, I, sausage fest, man. I heard. Yeah. Well, Dave, it was Dave. um
1: it's really just a bunch of my sausage, but but <laughs> just, it's still just, sausage. just I won. I won Just it around, fest, right?
3: There, there there were people that wanted your man meat. It's okay.
1: I got lots of really nice compliments about my second only my only my second time making sausage. Um, I did a sweet onion and some brown sugar type thing and people people loved it, man. People were uh, sausage. For the first time ever, people were
2: into my sausage.
3: I, I am not shocked, brother. You you have come a long way. I'm proud of you.
2: Did you tell people about your first time making sausage?
1: Sorry, I'm my kid is yelling at me. What what was that? It says you tell anyone
2: about the first time you tried making sausage.
1: Yeah, I fed them that too. No, just
2: (laughs) um just to see if it really was a problem.
1: Yeah, no, no. The the problem with the first sausage was that I didn't cook it enough. Uh and so I mean that that was that was it. And and so this one I just made sure before I left I Plugged it a couple times with my my instant read thermometer. Made sure it was over ev- over 155 everywhere. And uh, I was like, we're good to go here. And we were. I also ate it the night before. I ate every... I sampled all the sausage uh, the night before. Just to make sure it was... Uh, I was get, like, if I wake up tomorrow now I'm sick, I'm not going to feed this to anybody. <laughs> go out to the grocery store, get some kielbasa. Nah. Say, I made this. Nah, I wouldn't have lied. I might have done that, but I wouldn't have lied. I would have been like... Sausage fest. Sorry guys, I puked my brains out last night. You get store bought.
3: Do not eat this. Do not eat this. Sorry, friend.
1: <laughs> no, but it was really good, and uh, oh. I I hated every second of making it though. I was not happy with the process, but you know it's fine.
2: How was the rest of the uh, the day? We had some fun up oh, there. We got David back. Maybe. David, how are you sound today?
0: Oh, uh, hopefully this sounds a lot better than it did before. Yeah, you good.
2: Uh, you're, you're you're well now. We
1: were just Fantastic. going over sausage fest and how I won because I'm the winner. Yes. You <laughs> uh, came in first but, and second, I heard. I did. I came in first and second, but I was also saying um what a good turnout it was. I showed up and there was already a group of people there and um we probably maxed out about 10, 10 to 12 people. Um nice. we had a good time. Yeah, it was good. It All was right. a good tailgate. It was uh, it was reminiscent <laughs> of some football tailgates, you know.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, we only got Ben for a few short minutes. So let's try to get some uh, some pull some information out, out of him while we can. And I got one question to lead off everything. Ben, I just need to check and find out if you're okay. Because your <laughs> your post on Panther Talk, man, you've been you sounds like you've been in a dark A dark place. I want to make sure that you're feeling okay with this Panthers program, uh, or with Georgia State, or yourself overall. Actually, really, I'm I'm concerned about you. We know how (laughs) we know how bad Georgia State is. I'm making sure you're okay. I love you.
3: I love the question. And right out of the gate, no, I'm great, man. I appreciate you. We're, we're good. Uh, I am a, pri- I, as you guys well know from, uh, from seeing me and hearing me and, and probably, you know, any, anybody that follows me on social media, I'm a proud dance dad. So we, we are in, in deep in the dance dad season and travel and, and whatnot. So we'll be, uh, we'll be bouncing around the Southeast, uh, with my oldest and youngest, but man, life's good. No, no complaints on my end. Um, I, you know, I, I think more than anything else and I, and I, I, I hate this part of it. Um, now, a lot of times you can't dictate tone in text, right? You can't, you know, you can't look at it and see where somebody is. So, I do appreciate that. And and, um, and if it does come across that uh, I'm uh, in a dark place or angry, then I would love to <laughs> love that feedback. Um, but no, I, I think there's there's certain some certain honesty that I think some of our fans need to hear. And I think there's some expectations um truly about you know kind of what 2023 is going to look like and and um again I've been wrong before and and will be you know wrong again I I assure you um you know I, I got famously called out on twitter for those who follow me uh this week by someone who who went and grabbed something I think from uh the second week of September after the North Carolina loss who said hey you guys are going to go 4 and 8 and I was like I I just don't see that happening because of the talent <laughs> on this roster and uh, took a huge fat L on that. Gladly ate that and owned it. Um, so they. So yeah, he got that one right, uh, Mister. I don't know. I think he had seventy nine followers. So, um, a, a buddy of mine, <laughs> Bud Elliott, uh, who look, look, of course because
1: is- you didn't see it. I mean, like, yeah. be careful with your words, you know. But you didn't see it. No one saw that coming.
3: Uh, no one saw not. the season coming. No, the, the over-under, I think, was six or six and a half by most yeah. books. Um, you know, a buddy of mine lives yep. out in Vegas and, you know, kind of gives me an, an idea on what things are going. And, um, you know, historically, the last two or three, four years or so, Georgia State was a tremendous bet against the spread. This year, in both football and basketball, it's been awful. Actually, in the basketball side, I know we'll get to that at some point, but um, I think they're 6-16-1, which I think there's only two or three teams um, that, that are worse against the spread. So if, if you're betting against Georgia state basketball this year, you are wealthy. You are making tremendous <laughs> money. If you are betting on Georgia state basketball, you have a problem. You need to find a meeting. You probably need to Google, you know, how can I stop gambling on this specific program? Cause it's, they're not good this year. And, um, but no, it, life is good on my end, man. Uh, but just, just trying to, you know, trying to wake some folks up with some honesty and, <laughs> You know, for the folks out there that still want, you know, everyone fired into the sun, I don't think that's happening either. So I think we need to find some kind of middle ground, and you know, we'll we'll just yeah, no, we've been
1: we've been real consistent on this podcast with you know saying that you know coaches, the 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 coaches are in their first year. They were dealt whatever hand they were dealt. They've got time to build the program to whatever they want. And frankly, I mean, we we I've said this over and over again, but you know, we're one good shooter from being. A better than average team. We, we might not be the best team in the Sun Belt with that, but we're a better than average team with one good shooter.
3: One hundred percent. And I think, you know, I, I was talking to, you know, you know, old buddy Chris Hilliard today uh, and, and we were talking about how how much better certain guys would be uh, with that additional shooter. To your point, Ryan, you know, a, even a wing shooter. And, and I think you've seen that, too, with Colin Moore coming back. And, and, I, mm-hmm. and I just I kind of bemoaned the fact that, man, if that guy was healthy in December and in January, how much different this season would be and because you see his ability to shoot the basketball. You see his ability to drive to the lane. And and as most guys on this roster can do, he can defend and and get in the passing lanes. And he's very athletic at about, you know, six, three to have six, four, um, you know, can guard, guard multiple positions. And, and I think again, adding another shooter, you make Dewan Odom that much better because he's, teams can't compact into the, into the lane and, 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 you know, kind of guard his, his driving. And we know that, you know, outside shooting is not his strong suit, you know, being able to, you know, allow Jermaine Mann and Jaheim Hudson and other guys like that, um you know, just to, uh, you know, you know, just to have a little bit more working room. and And I think you're seeing teams that are, Sagging really, and and kind of taking two or three steps back and saying, "Yeah, go ahead, shoot yourself." You know, go ahead and shoot. You know, outside shots. We know that's not your game. I, I think that last check, I think there were three hundred and fifty, or three hundred fortieth, or something like that, um, in, in Division One. Um, you know, in, in three point shooting. And, and just to let you know, I think there's three hundred and sixty three Division One teams, so that's not great uh, to to be that low. So um, I did mention it. All, all fair to you guys, and I'll drop it to your uh, state of Atlanta <laughs> listeners. My, my stat of the day Day, uh, I thought preseason, if 70 points per game was was uh, was kind of going to be the, the area to hit, um, this team wasn't going to be gifted shooting or gifted scoring. But if they could find 70 points per game, I think I'd, we'd feel pretty good about that. Uh, if that would have happened this year based on the results, there would be nine more wins for this Panthers team. Uh, I, I certainly know a lot more folks would be thrilled with nine more wins or even half that at this point, to be honest.
1: Well, what's our average right now?
3: Red at sixty six point two at last check.
1: So not too much more.
3: No, I mean we're we're not saying hey, I need fifteen points more more per game. We we need we need about four. So um, I think that can be, that can be done. I think guys are going to get better. Um, I I do believe some of the guys, obviously the impact transfers coming in and Brendan Tucker and, and Dwan Odom, uh, Jermaine Mann. And and obviously we've seen, you know, Edward Namoco start to kind of find his sea legs there as a freshman as well. But I think there's other guys. I mean, we talked about Colin Moore a little bit. Um, You know, I'm interested to see what happens on the rest of the roster and, and, uh, you know, obviously the young guys, too, that, that have been signed um, are, are looking to make a huge run starting this week in their respective, uh, you know, uh, tournaments, region tournaments and things like that. And, and D.K. Manuel and, and uh, Bashan Leonard down there at Grovetown. So those two guys are going to be fun, man. Yeah, I, I keep telling people, get ready for a seven foot one shooter. Guy, guy is seven foot one and multiple times this year he's hit five threes in a game. So I'm um, I, so ready. I don't know how you guard that at a high school level. How do you guard a seven foot one dude who can (laughs) like drive by you or pull up from 18 or 20 feet? Like, like, how does that work exactly? Like, I don't know. I I was, I'm six, four and I played center and, you know, my senior year in high school and I've been like, okay, what are we doing here?
0: Yeah. Uh, Tim, you haven't got a chance to speak at all today. (laughs) You want to have your question for Ben? (laughs) Man, Ben has so
2: much content. You could just attach to any piece of it. Like you caught my eye when you talked about, we Vegas. We're screwing over people in Vegas. Maybe, just maybe, Vegas has paid us to be worse and not be the darling <laughs> team for better. Listen,
3: it's they keep building those hotels out there, man. You may be onto something. I don't know.
2: Now, you said nine <laughs> well, wins. You give nine wins to this team. We're like what? Top four. Yep. Side, top
0: four. Correct. Top four. Exactly. By my uh, rudimentary calculations, uh, that, w- that would put us at 19 and seven overall. Because I don't know which of the, I don't know which nine games that would be, but that would put us as far as total wins. Fourth place behind yeah. Southern Miss Marshall and Lafayette ahead of James Madison.
1: And I yeah. would just like to say that, again, that my premise all season long has been one good shooter Makes us better than average, not the best. I said it on this pod, this episode too. Yep, and that is exactly what that would be. Four also more points though, how per much... game, and we are a better than average Sun Belt team. Yep.
0: <laughs> but How much? How much does that one hundred point game against Coastal skew the numbers? Like, if you took that out of the, the thing, like you know, I mean, that's that was a, right. a big anomaly. But thankfully, we've got them again this week. So, um, so question question I got for you, Ben. Um, very very heavy stat related what are your thoughts on the nickname for the convocation center being the box we're trying to push that out as that's the name of the, the, the nickname what do you think of the box
3: i have seen that and, and and i and i am fine with that i think we do need you know we, we need something um we, we you know it does uh, obviously the, the shape of it and we we have that um I think ultimately it's gonna—it's one of those things where it's probably gonna grow on folks as we kind of ride through it. Um, you know, it was just just uh, leaked out there publicly. Most most folks knew about it behind the scenes, but uh, you know, the, the the box will be hosting uh, the largest classification of the Georgia High School Association basketball ter- uh, semifinals uh, coming up the first week of March. So that's pretty exciting and. Very uh, cool. We'll have to we'll have to ask some of the high school guys, you know, gals, and say, hey, what do, what do you guys think? You you know, is, is, you above know, the box, or you know, I've seen the convo. I don't love the convo. You know, to be honest. No, but hey, no, we, we, no you don't we, let
1: them choose. You just go up to them and say, how how do you feel playing in the box? See? There
3: That's you it. go. <laughs> and then, you don't and, let
1: them choose. No, and, we're boxing out. That's it.
3: And and I go back to like you know like you, you get to a point where you know, you're playing and it becomes a very tough place to play and, and something too I, I told Jonas um, at his introductory press conference I think the la- the winning percentage at the Sports Arena the last ten or eleven seasons was legitimately eighty three or eighty four percent it was it's insane insanely bad. um yeah. like 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 you could put up just about any program in the nation you know Gonzaga all the way down um, and not many rival that number. Um, they just did not lose, and I and he said, "Look, you know, we we've got to make it our own." Um, I think there was obviously some growing pains, and we've seen this team that does, just doesn't shoot the ball great. But there was some unfair bounces of a brand new rim that was super tight, and and different things like that, and guys getting you know sight lines and different things like that. So you know, they to to their credit, they have gotten better, and and I think even in the last three. Uh, three games you've seen scoring up, you've seen field goal percentage up, and guys have, uh, you know, find ways to, to score the basketball. And, and I know our fans were, were not thrilled about the results against Marshall. Uh, Mar- Marshall's an elite basketball team on both sides of the court. They're, they're, they their, number, their numbers are insane. And, and Terrence Kinsey is a pro. Uh, anybody in the building Saturday or watch the game on ESPN, ESPN Plus – that guy's going to get paid to play basketball for a long time somewhere. Um, he's really, really good. Six, five, six, six, you know, 190 pounds. And just, I mean, somebody put it on the message boards that, that, you know, I think he scored 37 in the game, 36, 37 in the game that, that, that record may stand for a while for an opponent coming into, well, you know, the box and, and, and filling it up that way. He's just well, tough. And,
1: and I, you know, we, we've been upset about some of the, some of the games that have been going on. Um, and we've played very poorly in plenty of games. But I think the last 3 or 4 games we've all walked out out of the box being like you know what like we we might have lost this game uh but but like this team is is actually gelling now. Um it feels like <laughs> it feels like we've turned a, le- a leaf and that like we are less, actually less trust, like, playing right? better um even That's if we're we're yet. just not that good necessarily but like we're definitely like we're seeing a a better team play. So like even against Marshall I wasn't disappointed I was disappointed in the outcome. But, like, I wasn't disappointed in the level of play that I watched on the
0: court. Like, I have been in other games. And, and we, we played them so much better at home than we yeah. did when we were up yeah. there oh, in yeah. wherever the hell West Whoa, Virginia yeah. they are. So that, that's, that that's, that's a good, you know, yeah that that, that makes you feel good. That, that kind of leads into my next question, which is kind of a two-parter. We've got four games remaining in the season. How are you feeling about them? Two of those are against uh, Coastal, who we beat the snot of. Out of in the box, and then again, uh, Arkansas State—the only team that has a worse record than us in the conference—and then that kind of leads into the way that the Sun Belt Conference tournaments being handled this season. They actually have the bottom of the barrel playing each other in, the, in games one and two. So we could be playing as it stands right now. I think we'd be playing Coastal uh, for a third time in there. But do we have a shot at um, actually winning a game in Pensacola and maybe ending the season with a, a road win at Arkansas State?
3: Yeah, I, I really do. I, I think so. I mean, Arkansas State's in a tough spot. Um, they, you know, obviously lost their best best player, Norchad Omir, was the about player of the year, and he ends up um, in just a weird deal in Jonesboro. Uh, you know, Norchad Omir uh, says he's coming back. He's going to return to school. The uh, Arkansas State then gives Mike Bellotto, their head coach, a contract extension and a raise, and then Norchad O'Meir goes down to Miami for spring break with his girlfriend. meets with his uh, athletic trainer down there, and oh, by the way, magically he ends up in the transfer portal. And two days later, he's on the <laughs> University of Miami. He's committed to University of Miami, uh, which one is one of the best uh, programs in the country and and uh, one of the top teams in the ACC. Um, so they're struggling big time, you know, on the, on the, other side, as you mentioned, uh, we, you know, we handled coastal Carolina in a major way, uh, really the true outlier of the season offensively for this program. I mean, they hit 15 threes in that game it was truly nuts. Um, but you know, this, we may be seeing cliff Alice's one of his last home games and, you know, he's a legendary coach as has coached, obviously, at, you know, all over the place. Uh, South Alabama and Auburn, we've we've seen them down there. We've seen them obviously the last few years at Coastal Carolina. Uh, They're just not a good basketball team. And it's one of those scenarios where they're certainly going to want to play better just as we did against – Marshall at home, they're going to have the same scenario. Let's say, look, we're, we're, they're not thirty plus points better than us, um, so they they want to play better. Um, I don't expect exactly a, a, a raucous crowd Thursday night at the HTC Center uh, in, in Conway. Um, you know, but, but to your point, that this I think the rotation is, is really kind of coming down. Um, unfortunately, guys like Evan Johnson they're banged up. I saw him in the sling. You know, uh, you basically you know at, at the Convocation Center. There, so he's nursing a left shoulder injury. Joe Jones has been kind of in and out of the lineup as well. But you know, you're, you're seeing a rotation of about seven or eight guys where where Coach Jonas Hayes is is looking at it and, and really feeling comfortable with that. And and again, this, you know, I, I would ride Colin Moore as, as as hard and as far as I can. Uh, he just he, he shoots the ball at a really good percentage. Um, you know, you know, getting Brendan Tucker off and and really Coastal's not a very deep team either, so you can kind of go at them and, and try to. You know, really get some get some work inside, and and uh, this could be a game where you know, guy like you know Caleb Scott, guy guy you know like Jermaine Mann can do some work inside and try to try to get off a little bit, and and uh, you know, kind of finally break this this road losing streak, man. It's 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 not pretty. Um, and uh, you know, I go back to the great Lefty Gazzel. He, he said, look, man, good teams win on the road, and bad teams don't. And right now, uh, we we hold the ladder. But yeah, to answer your question, man, I, I think you know there there are wins still left on this on this schedule. Um, there's definitely an opportunity to go into Pensacola with a little momentum. Um, And I think that's the biggest part that I think – Coach Jonas Hayes and his staff want to see. They they want to see these guys who. Hey, the season has been disappointing at this point, right? It's not a complete disappointment yet. The Season hasn't been written, um, but but ultimately you want to continue to play well. And and who knows, you know, going there and win, you know, two of your last three or three out of your last four, and walk into Pensacola and and uh, be a dangerous team. At, at some point, man, you've got eight guys who were back on this who were on this roster that went and were on the NCAA tournament. Several guys who were on the court. They were against the number one seed in the land last year at Gonzaga. So, you know, I, I want to see some, you know, pride in there. I want some guys that, that, you know, played, um, you know, Dwan Odom's played a lot of basketball as well. Uh, his former team is a top 25 program right now. Um, you know, he, it was wild seeing his former program, obviously Xavier and, and uh, you know, old buddy Jalen Thomas with Butler, uh, you know, play this weekend seeing kind of a bunch of, you know, former, former Panther connections there. But, um, but no, I mean, it, you know, I think there's an opportunity obviously to, to, to win and, and it's it's gotta start Thursday night in Conway and then carry over, you know, the, the short turnaround there to, to to hop on a plane and get to Jonesboro.
2: Could we go on a what? random two game winning streak?
0: <laughs> Very rare. Yeah. Uh,
3: I, 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 I would gotta, I would take hey listen, you can't win two in a row unless you win one in a row, right? So sure. <laughs> I got Thursday. a rare
0: I got a question for you. What are the chances that should we win that first game in Pensacola that News leaks out that the athletics department had had only paid for a hotel for one night for the guys, and they're suddenly (laughs) having to like switch to like to like the Motel Six or the Red Roof Inn or something like that uh, to get the guys a place to stay because they just not expect us to to last that long.
3: Well, well, the good news is the conference takes care of all that, so you don't have to worry about it as much. But <laughs> it, it it is truly a weird deal because basically your bags are essentially packed um, and and ready. Um, so you like have to basically pack up and then you know you know go. So um, it it is a different deal, man. And when the when the schedule hits March. Um, and unfortunately, this team doesn't have seniors. It's not littered with seniors like it was right. last year and in previous years. So you don't have guys that have necessarily been through it or have that, hey, this is it moment. Um, we we mm-hmm. see that a lot in college sports where you have seniors kind of coming to the final month or final few weeks or even final few games of their career uh, at this level and some potentially, you know, forever. Um, it, it, it's a major deal. You know, I, I talked to Corey Allen about it and, and Justin Roberts about it last year before they left to go to Pensacola, and and, I, and they both talked about their legacy, right? They wanted, you know, get both guys obviously transferred um, from situations where they weren't winning and had an opportunity, you know, the, the year before to go to the NCAA tournament, and they felt like they blew a, a huge opportunity having a lead and then watching it basically wither away, you know, just playing so poorly in the second half there against App State. So uh, last year they finished the deal, and, and um, as happy as they were, it was almost relief. You know, those guys just had, you know, such such a stress and a hey, we cannot mess this up again. The program has a standard and to live to that standard. And, you know, to to Coach Hayes's credit in year one, it's been frustrating for him and his staff and and things happen. And, you know, off the court with injuries and, you know, guys playing ineffective and, and seeing, you know, seeing poor play. Um, but he, but he has said it routinely for anybody that will listen. There are no moral victories at Georgia state. They're not, sorry, mm-hmm. not in this program. The standard is the standard and the NCAA is, is the standard and the tournament and making that tournament. And um, I also think, and I've seen it on Twitter. I'm sure you guys have as well. There's a lot of fans of other programs who are really enjoying the fact that they're oh, able they to kick up around, um, you know, th- this <laughs> cycle and, you know, I, I don't blame them. Georgia State basketball has been the gold standard. You know, they've been the do- we've been the dominant program since coming back in, in you know, 2013, 2014. Is as, as bad as football has been and the roller coaster that has been, basketball has not. Basketball has been excellent. And that's a credit, obviously, to Ron Hunter and Rob Lanier taking the baton there. And and now obviously Jonas will pick it up. And uh, something that I've continued to say and will continue to say until I'm proven wrong. Uh, Recruiting will not be an issue here on Jonas Hayes. Uh, He has a deep, deep connection in the state of Georgia. And and I I think I posted yesterday on Twitter, somebody was asking me, hey, why are the teams so bad in the state of Georgia? Well, go look at where the top players go. Look at the top 25 players in the 24 7 sports composite from the state of Georgia and find out where they're going. You have, I think, one David Thomas from Eagles Landing, my alma mater, shout out Golden Eagles. Uh, He's going to Mercer. I think he's, like, uh, ranked 22nd. You have Mari Jordan, who is top-10 player. He's going to the University of Georgia. Then you've got, basically, D.K. Maniel, who signed here at Georgia State. You have Ashawn Ferguson, who is signed here at Georgia State. And that's it. You don't, Tech doesn't have anybody in that top 25. Uh, you know, Kennesaw doesn't. Shout-out to the Owls. They're having a great season, obviously, um, and, and doing well over there. Um, they have a huge game on Thursday, night as well. But that's where it comes down to. In basketball – it's not like football where you need you know 20 guys you need two or three guys and to Ryan's point, there will be a shooter added to this roster. I promise you that
1: yeah um, I mean with recruiting it's really hard to tell with this team um, you know what what if that's gonna look like um, but we can tell that there is an upgrade from previous seasons as to who we're targeting uh, from pre- pr- from previous coaches I should say like it, it just seems like we're you know shooting for the sky right? Um, So if you want to talk a little bit about um, the recruiting class that Hayes is targeting.
3: Yeah, right. Right now, I mean, there's there's gonna there's two guys coming in. They're signed. They're gonna show up next summer and go through workouts. And um, you know, uh, you know, Rashawn Ferguson, uh, his middle name's Malik, so some guys call him Malik, some guys call him Rashawn. But you know, he's on Grovetown squad, right, right outside of Augusta. Um, they were they went twenty nine and three his junior season, and he's a combo guard, about six four and a half to one ninety five, really really tough nose player. Uh, you know, two way player, super athletic, super long, six four, uh, has a wingspan about six six. Uh the Inside outside guy, uh, really really athletic, and they just they they he's he's the type of player that that you know and and Jonas and the staff I think were a little worried about him with some with some bigger schools coming running late, but he he stayed he stayed true with his early commitment. Um, you know he visited and visited with his teammates. Um, you know a uh, uh, very high priority target, top target on the board for 2024 is his teammate uh, four star uh, wing uh, Darian Reed. Um, they want to play together. Uh, it's going to be a heck of a battle when Georgia State's in that mix, obviously, to go get him, um, which would be a, just a tremendous add to the 24-24 class, um, which, you know, of course, he can't sign until this November, um, the 2024 side. Uh, and the other guy, we talked a little bit uh, off the air, uh, D.K. Manuel is, is just a different kind of player. The guys that you really don't see in the Sun Belt, he's 7'1", uh, he's, he's a little over 200 pounds. Uh, he, he will take you in and he will take you out. Uh, multiple games this year. He's hit, uh, he, he's hit five threes. Um, he's a lefty shooter, which lefties are always tough to guard in, in basketball because it's just a little bit different than what a lot of folks are used to. Um, but he, he is very, very comfortable out to about 25 feet. And uh, I don't know about y'all, but I didn't have, I didn't go to school with a whole lot of seven foot one dudes who, uh, <laughs> who can shoot the basketball? So uh, it's going to be a little bit different, but we're certainly uh, certainly excited to see those two. And I'm sure there will be more. Um, there, you know, as we know, the transfer portal is never ending in most sports. So um, I do expect some some attrition on this roster, uh, whether it's forced. And I know it's sometimes a dirty word, um, but there's some guys where it's like, look, hey, you know, you don't necessarily fit what coach Hayes wants to do. And, uh, you know, it's, it's part of college basketball and college sports as a whole. Uh, these scholarships are renewed annually. So, uh, June, June 30th comes and, you know, June, you know, July 1st co- as a new year. So we'll see how many folks come off. Uh, I, I put on the boards, I think you could see three or four guys, uh, exit this roster Also see guys that may just be done with, with Basketball who, who attain their degree And, and move along that's, that's also a possibility as well So uh, very very interested to see if anybody Gets honored at senior night next Wednesday uh, At home against App State. Uh, if nobody does, that may give us some insight that, you know, guys like Khalid Brooks may be back um, for another year. Um, he does have the the COVID year as well that he can utilize, but uh, yeah, recruiting is, is very, very strong. Um, technically, there's no scholarships available for 2023. I do expect that to change, and uh, we'll see the the transfer portal open up again uh, shortly after the season, and I expect another few hundred to, to roll right in there, and, and we'll see names and faces and um, I think you look for, uh, again, you look for wing help, you look for shooters. Um, I definitely think this team could use another big, um, you know, I, I love Joe Jones personally. He's a great kid. He's overcome a lot, you know, with foot injuries and, 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 and another foot injury, basically. Um, I, I just wonder about his long-term, you know, projection and health. Um, if, if he's going to be a factor here, I'd love for it to happen. Um, I just don't know is if he's a guy that, you know, could take a medical, you know, disqualification and, and be able to finish his degree or where he is, you know, uh, academic wise. So there's a lot of questions, obviously, in the offseason, and we'll get, you know, to talk about it and, and writing about it and and uh and, and I know Brady and, and Dave and Jordan and, and I will will dissect it once we get to Pensacola and after that. But uh excited to see how this team finishes. And uh, you know, once we get to March, man, um, you know, there's only one goal in mind, and that's just you know, continuing to win the next one and win the next one and win the next one and, <laughs> the next one and see what happens.
0: Don't lose, don't lose, don't lose. That's all it is, right?
3: Always, man. And, and <laughs> exactly. again, the standard is the standard, baby. Let's let's go. All
0: right. Well, I know that you got to, to get uh, to your your dance girl dad responsibility. So, thanks for sitting in with us and talking for a while, and we appreciate it. And uh, look forward to next time we have you on here, man. Thanks a lot, Ben. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks, Th-
3: Thanks for having me, fellas. Always good to catch up, and we'll, we'll do it again real soon.
0: Thanks, Ben. For sure. Cheers. Yep. We should just call this episode title uh, The State and Ben Moore.
2: (laughs) Actually, (laughs) Ben discusses everything. Ben Ben had two key points that I think we should talk about. One, I think he said we're going to win the Sunbelt Tournament. And two, (laughs) we're going to go worst or second to worst to first next year. I think that's what I got out of what he said. Just in a nutshell. like, Well, if we win the tournament, we can't
0: go uh, worst to first. <laughs> I mean, worst to first next year, as far as league record. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, it's a good time. I feel like uh, we've, we're, what, 30 minutes into this whole thing, and if we go for another hour, I don't think we'll combine to use the same number of words that he used in that first 30 minutes. He uh, <laughs> he got a lot in there. He got a, a whole lot of information. Ben's always a good uh, source of information. So. That was fun. Um, I just,
1: I really, I, and I want to hammer this home, that he basically said in a lot more words and a lot more <laughs> stats to back it up, exactly what I've been saying points. all freaking season long. We score more points. Wait. I know, we got it. Just a few more. The, Not a lot. Just a few more. more. David. All I, 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 you know, I, I know. couldn't get a, a, a word in edgewise, but the outlier for the 100-point game, that doesn't disappear with a better shooter, right? That that might even Increase with a better shooter on the team, right? We might have scored 104 points.
0: Yeah, well, or yeah, you you spread those 100 points over the entire uh, season instead of just in yeah, one I mean, game, or yeah, like like you said, yeah, we actually put up you know yeah 104, 106, or whatever it is. So it's a cool stat. I mean, to, to think that we score, we're averaging just over 66 points a game, but if we average 70, we would have had nine more wins on the roster. We have 10 wins on the season. We would yep. have nearly doubled our win total if we did so. Just call us Stat of Atlanta. There we go. There you go. We got a stat. You don't get that stat
1: often here. But, you know, Ben comes on and we're like, oh, man, all those feelings we had, they were right. <laughs> oh, exactly. <feelings. laughs>
0: I will say.
2: Justification.
0: Go ahead, Deb. Yeah, please.
2: we <laughs> will say back to, like, actually sports and basketball. You know, when we talk about Colin we, Moore was <laughs> fearless. We were talking about basketball. Kind of. <laughs> kind <laughs> what of. What talking about? <laughs> Go ahead. Really, really high level, eighty thousand feet. No, Colmore was fearless the other day against Marshall. I mean, against if you can get that kind of performance out of him, the rest of the season, we're winning the first round game in Pensacola. We have a good shot at winning the second round game. You never know. Maybe yeah. Ben was right. We might
0: win this whole thing. I don't know. We'll find it out. Depends. You know, if we end up winning, because like so, obviously we get two wins. Potentially on the schedule with Coastal because we how much we beat them uh, at here at the box and then Arkansas State, you're playing a team that is the last place team in the league. I don't care if you're second to last place in the league. That's still the one that you uh, you softly write in with the pencil as a W. Uh, So that's two more wins. You know, honestly, that could shake up a little bit about what the, um, depending on how everything else goes, the way the seeding comes up. Well, What we don't want to see happen is us, I guess really this is sad, we don't want to see us get out of the uh, the bottom uh, four because if we do that, now the the seeding goes up quite a bit and we change, it changes who we play. I guess it depends on what you want. Do you want to have a, a win in the postseason or do you honestly, want to... It, it you got to
1: beat everybody, so who cares, right? yeah the yeah, first game is a practice true. game that's right you know like yep. we, people worry a lot about seeding and and really i mean frankly the 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 only good thing seeding gets you is to play a worst opponent a, a worse opponent i mean you get your buys too right um but if you're playing if, if where we are right now we're we're in no danger of getting any first round buys second round but you know and like we're, we're not in any danger of doing that so really you just got to beat everybody who gets put in front of you and well no we are that includes the best player the best teams in the Sun Belt so like we We are we
0: we are in a position to get a first round by because that's the insane. first day of the, <laughs> okay, all right. They're blowing th- my mind right now. <laughs> well, it's, no, and and it's, it's only be it's only because the league has grown so much since last Let season and my, in. My, my, so much by two teams. So what happens is uh eleven plays fourteen and twelve plays thirteen on day one. So if you're top ten team, all the top ten teams get a buy, get a first round buy. Or first so day it's it's buy. like
1: the play that's, that's, in exactly, yeah, it's a HR, game.
0: It's a play in game. So, I guess my, my question is what's more important, winning a play in game no, or F, having a higher? Oh, chance?
1: my God. this is! I'm so glad this isn't last call. I mean, I am I wish this were a last call because F a play in game. <laughs> I, I agree.
2: It, I mean, I don't really That's care. That's not, it's not just, a tournament. Play in. Yeah. Oh, it is a play in. That
1: means you're out. Yeah, that means you're not in the tournament. That, that, <laughs> that means that there's. there's you want two- like, the top
0: 10 to make it only. I don't know. I mean, uh, I think that all 14 teams making it is a little much. Uh, I think that um, I do. Uh, it's more compelling sure. if you had you could you could say top 10. I mean, top eight maybe with a 14 team uh, roster uh, or, or a conference eight teams maybe makes more sense. The regular to do it, season get it.
1: has to matter, and if you say everyone makes it, and that the only people who go to the the tournament are or to the to the NCAA tournament are the winner of it, <clears throat> the the regular season doesn't matter at all if, doesn't matter it doesn't matter
2: at all that's true
0: if you want to have fans in the stands for your conference championship tournament then i mean like how seriously how many arkansas state fans are going to go down to pensacola uh, assuming they're the last place team you know Two. but but if you haven't yeah yeah exactly the families of, of the players how many you're going to so, go if they're number six i mean all right you get yeah, but you get eight but, fans. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying like, you know, but if if you tighten up the the number of teams that go to the conference tournament, you're going to have a lot more teams that are going to want to go. So first place team, they're going to have big fans. Second place team, a lot, probably just as many fans, you know, unless the first team is like has been historically garbage and has like a record turnout or whatever. Yep. Third place team. Probably a lot of fans, fourth place team, just as many fans. And like as you start getting down, it'll, it'll whittle down. It'll, and then you actually have people showing up. That being said, how many people that lose early on stick around and go to the championship None. games? Like I'm, I, Very well, few. If I it,
1: yeah. And how much excitement does it create when you actually have something on the line in a game? So those teams that are like right on the cusp, right? It, it, it's more exciting at the end of the season to like, well, we got to win these games. Otherwise, we're not going to make the tournament, right? And that's exciting. Right. That's something yeah. to talk about. That's like something to generate like some some electricity in the arenas. And like that. that's key, right? Otherwise, you're just like, well, who cares if we that, win this game or not? Because the next game is the only one that matters. That's your play-in game.
0: Those last two, four games in the season, those are your play-in games to get into the tournament for the teams that we're, have been, right. uh, been struggling yes. the season. Yeah, Yes, I agree. So you're saying I'm cut out
2: 11 through 14. Mm.
0: Out. You don't get it. I mean... Yeah. Based off this 14 team conference. Yeah. I think that you drop the, the those last four teams, which, you know, would suck for us because we're very, very likely to be one of those last four teams, are, but it almost yeah. seems pointless. Uh, but, and then I get my life back. I get my my life back uh, a week earlier. I don't, I can go back and do dad things for the first time. I only do dad things between like basketball and football playing. <laughs> they should, yeah.
2: uh, they should, uh, make the, 11 through 14 teams play in the community college gym remember that when you watch, you yeah, watch yeah. from
0: yeah the one the one that uh, you <laughs> see the picture of and it's like yes. they, like they literally didn't have stands like dudes had to, like had to like uh like rock climb the walls the the, the, yes, the back game bleachers one. to actually get to a seat yeah which is where they made like the women's team play or something is that that yeah. was what they did the first season yeah yeah we that's, played there I mean it that was fun climbing those walls not very tasteful.
2: Uh, okay so yeah. everyone gets to play at the fancy arena Fancy's a, a bit of a stretch but it's a nice arena compared to uno uno is
0: well yeah uno. so it's like uh it's like saying fancier i had a buddy of mine that said that he um uh he was skinnier he, he lost like 20 30 pounds he was skinnier and i'm like no you, you were fat to begin with you were never skinny you can't be skinnier if you were never skinny so it's like <laughs> it's not really fancy er it was never fancy to begin with it's it's just you know less garbage, right? Yeah. I don't know if that garbage. analogy actually played out very well. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, I think we, oh, so we got, uh, we talked about basketball. We got, we're at coastal on Thursday. We're at Arkansas state. And then we come back and we host a game and head off to JMU to end the season. We'll talk about those games later on, but I think we kind of beat that horse to death. Right. I think so. Probably. Do you want me do you want right. me
1: to give the next topic?
0: Yeah, give give us a topic, Ryan. I, I, I would love uh, one hundred and eighty-two episodes into this. I would love for you to introduce your first topic. Spring game, March night. <laughs> uh, actually, Ryan, you're wrong. What you want to talk about is spring game. Spring game tailgate is what you want to talk about. That's true. That's true. But you
1: know what? I was intro- I was doing a soft intro.
0: You know, I was I was like I was I was
1: easing in.
0: But yeah, yeah, tailgate. Yeah, I was actually trying to I, – I wanted to transition to football to talk to Ben about if he was hearing anything or what was kind of going on in that realm. And he, he had messaged us in, in the private chat that he, um, uh, he, had, he had to go in two minutes, and then he finished his eight-minute diatribe eight on –
1: <laughs> yeah, I instigated exactly. I, I I took so just so I'm giving myself plenty of credit here. He said he had to go, and I was like, "Well, uh, can One you elaborate question. on recruiting a little bit?" Because I knew he would know some stuff about that, and uh, you know, I I don't always have questions for the guy, but I I, I did this time.
0: Exactly, uh, but yeah. So we have uh, spring practices going on on right now, um, earlier than it's ever happened before. We talked about that a little bit a couple weeks ago. How early it is with the spring game being, I think, at most it's thirty eight days earlier than we've had a spring game in the past. So it's it's significantly earlier. But um, they've been putting out a lot of uh, actual media for this whole thing they've been posting some some daily practice updates and press conference st- stuff i mean it's it's kind of keeping it in the in the news cycle i mean at least the for those that follow georgia state news cycle uh i mean it's it's cool looking forward to it we're gonna get out there on a thursday take a half day of work or something like that get out there and uh maybe we'll maybe, maybe the corn dog, time. maybe the maybe maybe the, the corndog machine makes an appearance at that game
2: wait you have one of those
0: that's, that's, that's my new thing. I think I want to do. I want to get a a corn dog deep fryer and do some corn dogs at a tailgate.
2: Corn dogs are good. You got to do that. Get one. I'm all in.
0: I'll get Ryan to make some of his uh, award winning uh, wieners. His sweet man, and uh, we and we can uh, shove them into my corn mixture and have <laughs> <it> <laughs> and deep fry it. <laughs> uh, okay. All right uh ESPN released their uh, their preseason <laughs> rankings. Uh, Tim provided that, and out of what is it, 133 teams? Is that how many yeah. teams there are? I think so. We clock clock in at a solid 122. Man, mm-hmm. it's been a long it's been a long time since we've been like preseason double that, triple digits in the 120s. Yeah. yeah. We- I mean, we, because we like, I think what, like the past few years, we've been like an an 80s, 90s kind of a team, like right there at the end of it, all the way down to 122. Man. I mean,
2: we're not, I'm not surprised after that season. You know, I thought, I think I predicted six to seven wins last year. So you guys were a little bit higher. And I was was surprised that we didn't get to six, honestly. We should have. I was higher.
0: But you know, really, I was really expecting that Charlotte and um, Monroe game to be guaranteed victories, sex. and we, right. we, I mean, and hell, we were twenty-one point favorites in the Charlotte game, so everyone expected us to win that game. Monroe, we sh- we should always beat Monroe. I don't care what's going on. We could, we should. Hell, Dan Ellington, we should have them, only playing half a game. But uh, yeah, so we'll see. It's sucks. I, I, I put together the list of. uh our conference opponents and see how they fared in their rankings. Troy was the highest at 54. Monroe is the only team that came in below us at 130. I'm kind of like, well, again, we should have beaten them last year. But it was kind of weird that Sunbelt teams kind of came in in bunches. Like uh, JMU and USA were right by each other at 65 and 66. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Coastal, Marshall, and Lafayette were together at 73, 74, 75. And then you had uh trash down south Arkansas state Odu Texas State 109 114 115 once I messed that up they're not all together anyhow but still close is weird it, it almost it almost feels like when they were getting that low in the the rankings they're kind of like we haven't put Sunbelt belt teams in a while in so let's just add a couple of them here <laughs> go down add a couple of them there what's going on but uh our out of conference opponents LSU number seven which okay easy uh we got that okay. yeah, yeah easy bag yeah easy bag and then charlotte 106 and yukon 120 so they're all ahead of us uh but yukon is right there right there by us at 122 so those should be two games we get
2: right charlotte yukon those gotta be wins be? and in rhode island right we have that first
0: rhode island is the opening of yeah. the season on that thursday but there this was all just d de- um FBS teams, not not uh you get, you, you get
2: those first, those three games you just mentioned. I mean, you're only one game off of last year at that point.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh yeah, so you think... You, That's crazy Because so it's uh Rhode Island, UConn, and Charlotte to begin the season. We don't get LSU until late in the season, which will be weird. To, sorry, weird. It'll be interesting to see how the Sunbelt Conference screws us on the season. If we're going to have, like, uh play App State or something the week after LSU or something uh, i i really think we're going to play a game after lsu just because that's the tail end of the season they're probably not gonna give a bye week that late in the season uh we may get we may luckily get a bye week before lsu i'm not sure if it matters that much we'll see uh i don't know but uh tim you made a you made a, a good observation not that that's that big of an observation but sunbelt clocked in as the um the second best g5 team or g5 yeah. conference and our at that you brought a conference
2: man. that no one wants to get into is above us. I don't know.
1: Wait, who's the best?
2: Best G5? The American. Oh, as expected,
1: the <laughs> Americans. How was the expects. rating determined? I, I actually didn't pay attention to that conversation.
0: Um, no figuring whatsoever. I would learn about it <laughs> here. <laughs> well, it's, it's ESPN's, um, ESPN's ranking system, uh, their SP plus whatever they call it. So they ranked all their teams from top to bottom, and then you look and see how. E- all the teams in each conference uh, fair, and I'm assuming the SEC is like, you know, number one, probably I didn't look at the conference rankings. Tim, you did. Um, I'm assuming Big Ten is probably number two, but doesn't matter. Uh, what, was the, is,
2: uh, well, what was the, like, differential? I don't uh, know. I mean, I don't know that. Between, like, the which which thing? How the much worse number? were we then the American? Uh, like, 2.6 in the ranking rating. That seems like a low amount, right? There's seven point four negative seven point four. We're negative ten point one.
1: I'm I mean what's the next one?
2: After us, the mountain yeah. west, negative thirteen point two. Oh all right. So that's like a a, a pretty even spread there. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our friends in yeah. Conference USA, negative fourteen point they're, they're a little bit lower. And then we oh. will find the Mac
0: Max. But they get they get their FCS call-up, uh Jacksonville State starting. Is it just in, is Sam Houston? going with them as well, well next season gains
1: them a point honestly <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> with, the, with the likes of la tech and utah <laughs> <Okay. laughs> uh, hey you know what Little-
1: jacksonville state created this you could say and so you know they get, they get some extent. credit yeah.
0: yeah that was the first time that ryan and i really hung out at a tailgate mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. and we i got to know each other we we had been to like Georgia State tailgates and like around each other. That was the first time yeah. we really hung out because it was just it was just uh, us and a couple other Georgia State fans that we knew hanging out. So that was the first yeah, time we really. Nice really field.
2: You got to watch nice some field. some
0: really good football action too.
2: Ah, uh, we lost
1: that <laughs> yeah. game. Um,
0: we get, yeah. yeah, we get to watch. Dr- great. We, get, we get to. Dr- we got we get to watch Drew Little come in after being out all season to do nothing but quick kick the the ball.
1: I think it brought us together to like commiserate <laughs> over the fact that we drove there yeah. through Drank the te- a lot. forest is quite beautiful. And uh the, whatever the little mountains are in between there and, and, and Jacksonville is quite nice. Uh
0: the football was terrible. What was it? What was it? Was it Bo Schefter or whatever that was the quarterback? Was that it? Like he was like the punter turned quarterback. And he didn't do the kick. Yes. Right. Yeah. That was that play that we pulled Bo out. If it was Bo, if I remember the name correctly, it was, we pulled out our punter turned quarterback to put in our quarterback to do a quick, quick, quick kick, which honestly up to that point was not something I ever knew existed in football. And they, that's no, but that's if proof. If you're gonna
1: have the foot on the ball and you're gonna make a quarterback do it, maybe let the punter turned
0: quarterback do it. That's it's that's crazy. the proof that you had that you had Bill Curry as the head coach. He's like he actually remembers when that was a strategy in football was to let the quarterback kick the ball. So look,
1: as long as he was magnanimous, we're all good. <laughs> magnanimous. Magnanimous magnanimous. 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 Ma-
0: ma- Tim, I'm ma- not looking mag-
2: for right answers. Yeah. <laughs> man- <laughs> Magnumaniacs. Mag-
0: Magnamaniacs man- 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 Yeah. Man- uh, all right, uh, we're we're almost an hour and uh, I, I wanted to I, so we'll get we'll wrap this up real quickly. I do want to shout out to beach volleyball Preseason rankings came out and they were ranked number eighth in the nation preseason. So kudos to those ladies. That's awesome. Uh, baseball starts this week then with a four game series against Cincinnati at Panthersville uh so hopefully that, that that pans out well um softball, softball off start, week start. Today, right?
2: yeah did they lose Split, or what, what did happen happened today
0: what happened with what sport D- didn't they
2: have a uh, tech with sport or something like that softball
0: what what's uh yes uh not today uh they are one in five to start the season they had a tournament down in florida over the weekend they uh beat Kansas City lost to Kansas City lost to Clemson number 10 in the nation twice lost to FIU and then they came back home to lose Ooh. to Georgia Tech so one in five yeah. start to the season and the, and their That's losses were, their losses were like big losses like 10 eleven runs versus one two something like that Ryan's rubbing his head he needs to go to the bathroom so is that a
2: mercy rule uh, win ten to one <laughs> yeah, right. I think
0: uh, no, Did no, they do that not at all. I don't even not know. at all. I don't even know. No, I don't think there's. I don't think there's a mercy role in actual like legit organized athletics. There can't be. Well, there can't be. I thought there was in softball. Well, that'd be garbage. Anyhow, all right. I'm gonna let Ryan get up to pee because I can see his eyes are turning yellow right now, I'm which means he doesn't drink enough bit. water. I'm dancing. <laughs> alright thanks everybody for listening we're going to head over to last call where we have a few more topics to talk about uh, we'll do it a little bit more drunker a little bit more obscene and have a little bit more fun and you can find a it on our Patreon page patreon.com slash state of Atlanta it is free available on Fridays available immediately if you are a Patreon member also access to our private group chat discuss on our merchandise and whatever else we can do for those that support us we appreciate it thanks for listening say goodbye guys
1: Goodbye, guys.
0: Peace. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much, and go Panthers.